Star Wars 7x7 episode 1207 today. How Lucasfilm may be preparing us for a galaxy beyond the Jedi and the Sith. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Alan's co-host from the Expanded Comic Verse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And as surprising as it might seem, I didn't really start thinking about this until very recently. Not in April, when Luke Skywalker famously told us it's time for the Jedi to end, right? You would think that that would be a decent time to start thinking about these things. But even him saying that... You don't really believe it, right? Like, nobody believed that it was really time for the Jedi to end when he said it. It was just a rather shocking state of affairs, basically. And we knew that there must be some context, some subtext involved in it, and that it probably had to do with the trauma that he went through with his academy being destroyed and all that fun stuff. But bizarrely, what keyed me thinking in this direction was a change that happened in Galaxy of Heroes, the Star Wars mobile game. They had renamed a couple of characters. Recently, Luke Skywalker, there had only been one Luke Skywalker character in the game, and then they renamed him Luke Skywalker, parentheses, farm boy, (laughs) because he was the Luke from Tatooine, and then they introduced a commander Luke Skywalker character, which was more like his character from The Empire Strikes Back. And just recently, they added, or at least I think it was recent, unless I just haven't been paying attention, uh, they just added a tag to Rey. It used to just say Rey for her character, and she was not a Jedi character, not a lightsaber-wielding character. She just had her staff, right? And I think that was partly due to the fact they were still keeping her Force abilities under wraps. But now they've added a tag for her character in the game that says Rey, parentheses, Scavenger. And that suggests that they're going to introduce another version of Rey into the game once The Last Jedi comes out. But it got me wondering, are they going to introduce Rey, parentheses, Jedi? And I don't know if they really will. And it doesn't seem like Luke is necessarily thinking of her or anyone else to be trained by him or to come after him as a quote-unquote Jedi. And the other thing that had me thinking in this direction as I was thinking about the Galaxy of Heroes game is that Kylo Ren's character in there is not listed with the Sith. Of course not. He's not a Sith. He's certainly a user of the dark side of the Force, but he has no allegiance to a particular Force-based religion, for lack of a better word, Force-based organization, other than the First Order, which is not a Force- wielding organization and for all we know he's the only person who has force abilities who is within the first order he seems to have that same sort of dotted line connection to things that darth vader did in the whole organization of the galactic empire but there doesn't seem so far based on what we know of supreme leader snoke there doesn't seem to be any indication that he is actively trying to drum up a new equivalent of the sith And what the Knights of Ren are, we have no idea, but even from that little thing that we saw in the Force back in The Force Awakens, it didn't look like any of them except Kylo Ren had a lightsaber. So, I mean, I suppose you can be a Force user and not use a lightsaber, but it seems kind of an unusual thing. In fact, I would be rather shocked to find out that the Knights of Ren are not all Force users and that Kylo Ren is the only Force user among them. That, I think, would be really strange. So... 
that's another sign that we're potentially going away from traditional notions of the Jedi and the Sith, right? Because can you think of a Jedi or a Sith that ever fought without a lightsaber? I mean, yes, of course, they had instances where they had to fight without lightsabers because that stuff happens. But where that was their modus operandi, where they did not regularly fight with a lightsaber when they had the ability to do so. And then, of course, there are all the extracurricular activities that suggest that we are moving into a galaxy beyond Jedi and Sith. And by extracurricular, I mean anything happening outside of the saga movies. So Rogue One, of course, being a huge example of this with the planet Jedi and all the various force-worshipping religions that are represented on Jedi by various... Um, uh, oh gosh, the word just flew from my head. Uh, pilgrims, people on pilgrimages to Jeddah because it's such a holy place in the lore of the Force in general. And even in the cartoons, it's come across as well where you have the Bendu character from Star Wars Rebels that was prominent in Season 3 where he represented neither the light nor the dark. He was the one in the middle, as he described himself. And we are not getting any labels for characters that are walking away from the Jedi Order but who are still wielding lightsabers like Ahsoka Tano, for example. And Pablo Hidalgo from Story Group has been asked, well, if she's not a Jedi, then what is she? And his response is just that, not a Jedi. So they don't have a name for it, not that they necessarily have to have a name, but that's another sign that I think we are moving into a post-Jedi, post-Sith galaxy in Star Wars. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Like, do you feel like it's trending that way as well? And if so, what do you think about that? Please do share your thoughts at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and be back with one other random thing to close the show off. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back so we're not just talking about a galaxy beyond the jedi and sith we're actually going to be starting to talk about a galaxy beyond facts as well and what i mean by that is this there's an interview with ken Liu in entertainment weekly or at least on their website and it's about the new book that's coming out the legends of luke skywalker that ken wrote and one of the things, one of the, the whole thing about this book is that it's people swapping stories about Luke Skywalker, what they've heard about him, who they think he is. And, you know, I'll skip all the really fascinating stuff about mythology and controlling your own destiny because that's all there in the article and I will link to it at the blog post for the show's episode. But the thing I want to flag is how the question here is posed says this book also occupies a really fun place because on one hand it's canon, but at the same time these narrators are clearly unreliable and Ken's response is the fun thing about writing this book is that it's a really interesting effort by the Lucasfilm Story Group to expand the range of stories that can be told in the Star Wars universe. This book in particular occupies a strange place. 
It's sort of in-universe legendary stories or in-universe tall tales. So what is the relationship of these stories to canon? I can't resolve this for you, and if you read the stories, clearly many of the narrators are not reliable. But like all legends, maybe some aspects of these stories are actually true. Even though they are legends, you will be able to tell that they are based on actual factual facts. But there are also bits in there that you've never seen before, and they may also be factual truths, but it has this very unstable relationship to what fanons usually think of as canon versus non-canon. And I've seen occasional comments, of course I can't pull an example off the top of my head right now, from Pablo Hidalgo, again from Story Group, talking about you know something that doesn't necessarily have to be considered reliable, that doesn't have to be considered as official canon, that maybe the stuff that you hear in Star Wars stories, whether they are in movies or TV or books or comics, that maybe you shouldn't necessarily take everything as the gospel truth. And on the one hand, it's kind of exciting that way because now you have different perspectives that you're bringing to bear on things and you can decide for yourself how you want to view the history of the Star Wars galaxy. You know, little by little, we're developing this stuff, right? Most of the history of the Star Wars galaxy, I think, is pretty well set as in, you know, this happened and that happened and so on and so forth. But we're starting to introduce this slipperier, slipperier element to it. And I wonder how much of that is also a function of trying to manage the whole canon, non-canon, and conflicts and retconning and all that stuff that will eventually become an issue as the new canon, the rebooted canon, gets larger and larger. Is this an effective way of dealing with potential conflicts in the Star Wars canon as they arise? Or is this just adding further complication to matters? So share your thoughts at the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. And that is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you're listening to this at the start of the week, I hope you have a wonderful week ahead of you. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. Hey, before you get captured on Geonosis, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a separatist trick, it's destiny unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.